We are very happy and proud to bring to you the co-presidents of the What is the Afternoon Fine Arts League. Daisy and Mindy. In Cold Sporter's great number, Friendship Maestro. If you're ever in a jam, here I am. Hello everyone, Mindy and I are here to talk about our, uh, my favorite husband episode titled Television. Dun, dun, dun. Wasn't that exciting? <laughs> and <laughs> I'm in a silly mood. Okay, Mindy's going to start us off tonight with uh, what one of the things that she found funny in the episode. So take it away, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Stacey. <laughs> no, I... I thought this one was amusing because Liz is once again being very creative in how she's trying to dupe George into getting her something <laughs> uh, by trying to make it look like it's something he needs for himself. And that the her main uh, approach to this was football, that they needed a television so he could watch football. And to do that, they went to the neighbor's house and she surreptitiously got him in there just so he <laughs> could see how great it was to watch football on TV. And I was telling Stacy that I know so many people that only have cable television for the NFL packages, and my family's one of them. We absolutely <laughs> <laughs> do not want to run the risk that a game will be blacked out. So everybody gets to watch their favorite team every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. So uh -huh. I, I thought that was very wise of her. Even back then, football was <laughs> that's how you get it, someone's attention. <laughs> No, I'm, uh, I'm actually looking at your shirt on the screen. Isn't that a, a team shirt you're wearing? Or am I blind? Very good, Stacy. It's Cincinnati Bengals. I'm I'm an Ohio girl. <laughs> so, awesome. So, yes. yeah, sports so are was, a big thing. <laughs> I was dressed for the part of George. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, I, I think this is interesting. This episode is kind of fun because it's when television is really starting to get big and people are starting to buy television sets. And um, I think it's funny because they were talking about, you know, you could have a 10 inch screen or a 16 inch <laughs> screen. And I was like, a 10 inch screen isn't about that the size of an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think of that. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, those televisions were so small because, you know, mm -hmm. I'm used to televisions being huge. But back then to them, that was like, oh, can you imagine <laughs> watching the football game on a little tennis screen? <laughs> I've done it. Yeah. Maybe it work. I'm not going to out myself on this, but I'm just saying it's happened. <laughs> it's, it's a possibility that you've seen someone somewhere do this. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it can't be done, but, uh, you know, when you're looking for the TV experience, usually today people are thinking like the big screen TV. 90 and, inch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but you know, they're all excited about 10 inch screens, 16 inch screens. And I, I thought that was, um, mm -hmm. And interesting, especially when I thought, wait, I could put an iPad up <laughs> on the wall and have about the same size screen. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and George even makes a joke 
you know, at the largest size screen that they don't even discuss, George, even. It's just like, what is but the drive-in movie? I mean. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Some of them are pretty close now. So. Oh, oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> and I also thought it was funny how, you know, on this kind of old-time radio program, they're discussing the merits of television. And uh-huh. he's, George is dismissing it. And Lucille Ball, of course, in real life, becomes an iconic television star when they talk oh, yeah. about the fact that, oh, we have radio. And she's like, oh, radio. Who wants radio? <laughs> <laughs> it was all very funny. Yeah, I thought so, too. And it kind of uh, brought me back to my childhood because... When I was growing up, we didn't have TV per se. We had a television set, but it was only hooked to a VCR. So any TV shows that were going on, I never saw them. And anytime I wanted to watch something on the TV set, it had to be a VHS tape. And uh, that was something that my parents decided to do when we were young because we did have the television hooked to TV channels and stuff, but it broke and they... We're like, you know, there's so much junk on TV. Let's just leave it broken. And I think part of part, that's part of the reason that I grew up loving to read and stuff is because I, I didn't watch television a lot. We were either playing outside or, or reading a book or watching movies because we did watch a lot of movies, especially older movies. Because, again, with an older movie, you're less likely to have a lot of the junk. <laughs> and... <laughs> But I always thought it was funny when I would tell someone that I wasn't watching whatever the current show was at the time that everyone was just ah, about. They'd just get this wide-eyed look and look at me like, are you insane? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't have TV. I I was actually kind of proud of it, you know, because I was like, "Eh, I have a life. (laughs) And so I, 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 I think it's... It, it's fun and interesting to see some of the different reasons why people choose to have TVs or why they choose not to have TVs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this episode, obviously, Lucy is, or should I say Liz, Lucy's character is, you know, trying to go for all the reasons why. And George being resistant is going for the reasons why not. And... <laughs> um they're not really the same reasons today as they were then. Right. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are. But uh, I guess you say they are the same reasons, but more reasons have been added based on the content that you could get and then mm-hmm. versus now. And um, so I think it's an interesting discussion to to sit around and talk about whether or not you think television as in being able to flip from channel to channel is a good thing to have in a home or not and if you do have it do you restrict the time that you watch it every day so that you are getting out of the house and doing things or do you just become the couch potato (laughs) (laughs) so anyway my experience was growing up without television and I don't feel bad about it I think it was fine so and with I Netflix, know lots of people who yeah <laughs> with Netflix I've actually caught up on a lot of shows that I didn't see back exactly then. yeah entertainment is always changing yeah so. it is so I mean th- this episode was a fun one just to to think about well first to see television as it's 
historically starting to get big and then mm -hmm. to compare it from then to now and just see how far television has come and oh gosh let's see when this is in the late 40s yeah late 40s so how many years has it been around now 40s too i can't do math help me mindy help 70? me yeah, like about, 70 yeah about 70 years just that the difference wow i mean if you think about it 70 years isn't that long i, I actually thought of that listening how they were you know back then there was one or two networks and they were talking about the different uh, she was talking with her friend about the different shows that her friend had been watching and it just sounded like so many and now like there's 10 times the amount of channels versus uh -huh. the number of shows she was even talking about yep. uh, and just thinking in such a short space of time how it just exploded into so many different types of shows and how it shaped how we understand the world and uh, uh -huh. our country ourselves and other people other cultures it's just it is kind of a magical thing <laughs> it really is and so, yeah, I think I've said what I want to say about the episode because I don't really <laughs> want to give away anything yeah. else. Oh, I did want to talk about just for a second. I mean, we, we mentioned that they go over to their neighbor's house to watch TV. And it seems that at this time, there was a lot of going over to a neighbor's house to watch TV. I mean, you don't really see that nowadays. But back then, it was such a novelty that it, it, it was kind of like the thing to do. Oh, so-and-so got a TV. Let's go over there and watch it. Right. Well, I think it's actually coming back when you have these really big uh, shows where they're just so... I mean, for me and my family, my friends, we all love Game of Thrones, which is completely outside of... <laughs> uh, the totally opposite spectrum of this kind of entertainment. But yeah. uh, it... I do have, you know, groups of people that get together because it's on, you know, a paid subscription in addition to your cable and not everybody oh. can afford that. So uh -huh. y'all suck up to the front who's got goods <laughs> and they throw a party and you bring them something to drink or eat and everybody gets together and watches the show. Uh, uh, it, it's true. slowly with the different um, paid subscription things. It, it's kind of come back with these really great quality shows. People have like binge watching parties and things like that. That would be completely inconceivable to <laughs> this era. Yeah. <laughs> but so the actual I, gathering around a TV is actually mm -hmm. somewhat in vogue right now <laughs> as a group. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a good point. I, I don't do that that, that often because I don't really follow a show that I can't get, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, I can totally see that where if one friend can get it and the others want to see it. You have, Right. Parties. And I mean, I know that sometimes we'll have movie nights at our house sure. where we'll invite a whole bunch of people over to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, I just I just thought it was interesting that uh, I think I think back then it was the novelty of it. Oh, so and so let's have a oh, TV. Absolutely. Let's go and watch. And, and now it's kind of the the oh, we love this show. Let's, you know, a group of friends getting together mm -hmm. in mutual enjoyment because of the show that they right. love. So. It's fun to see how history sometimes changes, but doesn't. <laughs> like repeats itself in yeah, a repeats different itself. context. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's this is a, a fun episode to to listen to. And I have said all I have wanted to say. Do you have any other thoughts on it before we turn our listeners loose? Uh, just enjoy it. Have TV viewing parties. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> they are fun. Movie nights with the neighbors. Get to know your neighbors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, th- thanks again, Mindy, for joining me with these intros. And Thank thanks, thanks to all our listeners for listening to us. And enjoy the show. Ciao. Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper, two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers, dinner is over. George Cooper is in the living room reading the paper, and out in the kitchen, Liz Cooper is talking to Katie, the maid. Katie, where's that big glass pie plate we used to have? What? Oh, oh it's in the bottom cupboard. Why? I'm going to try an experiment on George. No, Mrs. Cooper, don't do it, please. He's too young to die. <laughs> die? What do you think I'm going to do? You're going to bake a pie for him. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. Now, don't be silly. I'm going to use the power of suggestion. Oh, here it is. You see, Katie, I want George to buy a television set, but he won't pay any attention to me. Are you going to hit him with that glass plate? No. No, I'm going to hold it up in front of my face and pretend I'm a television show. Like this, see? What kind of a show is that? It's a wrestling match. Well, how do I look, Katie? Do I look like television? Well, I don't know. Your face is all wavy and distorted. Yeah, well, I look like television, all right. I just hope George gets the idea. Might help if you gave your legs a mahogany finish. <laughs> Relax, Kitty. Well, I'll go in and see what happens. George! Yes, dear. Well? Yes, dear. You're mumbling, Liz. I can't understand you with that glass plate in front of your face. It's supposed to be there. Look at me, George. Where am I? A washing machine. Oh, great. Now I've got a face like dirty laundry. I am not a washing machine. Guess again. A sailor looking out of a porthole. Well, I'll give you one more chance. A sailor looking into a porthole. Oh, you're just being stubborn. Can't you honestly tell what I'm driving at? I haven't the vaguest idea. And forget it, I'm not going to buy a television set. You knew it all the time. Liz, why is it? Every time you want something, you go into a big routine. Now, wouldn't it be easier to come right out and ask me? Well, sure, it's easier, but it never gets me any place. Not true. I'm a very reasonable man. <laughs> now, now, if you really want a television set, just ask me for it. George, you mean you oh, really... you don't have to play games with me, Liz. Just ask me. All right. George? There's something I'd like to ask you. Hey, yes, Liz, what is it? Will you buy me a television set? No, I won't. Why, you big fibber. I am not. You are, too. I am not. I just said you should ask for it. I didn't say I'd give it to you. You know, 
only a fibber, you're a sneaky fibber. If I were you, I'd divorce me. Well, not till we get a television set. I want custody of it. George, we just have to have one. Give me one good reason. Well, I'm a social failure because we don't watch television. I never know who won the fight or what Kukla and Fran are doing to Ollie. Oh, poor little Liz. Well, it's not funny. I have no idea what's going on in the world. Well, why don't you try reading the newspaper? Oh, that's old-fashioned. Television is taking the place of the newspaper. Oh, it is? Well, I'd like to see you wrap the garbage in a television set. That's a pretty soggy answer. What about the entertainment? Oh, what about all the good shows on television? Well, there's always radio, you know. Oh, who wants to listen to other people win prizes? Radio's given everything else away. Pretty soon it'll give itself away, and that'll be the end of it. <laughs> oh, Liz, what are you... George, George, try to think of me. It's getting embarrassing. What is? Every house on the block has an aerial but ours. Our roof looks positively naked. <laughs> oh, honey, I didn't know that. Well, in that case, I'll buy one right away. A television set? No, an aerial. Well, great. That'll fool everybody. And then before we go out at night, we can peel onions so our eyes will be bloodshot. Liz, I'm tired of hearing about this. I don't want to hear the word television in this house again. Television, television, television. Liz? I just wanted to see what would happen. All right, now let's forget it. Just one more thing. If you won't buy me the... Naughty word. Uh, will you bring me home an apple box? An apple box? Mm. What for? Well, if I have to watch it through a store window, I'd at least like something to sit on. That's enough, Liz. I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Liz, girl. Oh, hello, Iris. Well, what's the matter, girl? You sound low. Oh, I begged George to buy us a television set, and he said no. Oh, too bad, girl. George doesn't believe in these modern inventions. It wouldn't surprise me if he came home tonight driving a covered wagon. Oh, he just doesn't know what he's missing. Our new set came yesterday. Oh, is it good? <laughs> I did my knitting last night with Edwin. I had breakfast this morning with Tex and Jinx. And this afternoon I took a bath with Hopalong Cassidy. <laughs> I guess old stick in the mud will never buy a set. Maybe he needs convincing, Liz. There's a football game on tonight. Get him to come over to the house on some pretext. Maybe he'll like it. You mean trick him into watching television? Uh-huh. Oh, Iris, what kind of a low-down stunt is that? What kind of a person do you think I am? What time shall we be there? <laughs> hey, sir. We'll be there. Good girl, girl. Atterbury's asked us to come over tonight. I'm positive. Why? I don't think they're home. Certainly they're home. See, all the lights are out. Are you out of your mind? Well, ring the doorbell. You'll see. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> you must be the Coopers. I'm Joe Beckett, their neighbor. Oh, you should have been here a few minutes ago. What a brawl. They were gouging each other's eyes out. Sister and Miss Atterbury? No, the terrible Turk and gorgeous George. Oh, well, 
Come on, Joseph, go in. Okay, let me give you a tip. Don't sit in back of Mrs. Atterbury. You can't see a thing. It's only a 10-inch screen. Oh, that explains it. She's got a 15-inch neck. Screen? Live? Come on, George. They're waiting for us. I mean, if you get tired of watching the Atterbury show, come over to the Schraders. They always tune in pantomime quiz. And besides, they serve sandwiches. <laughs> and if you like beer, the Andersons always have it, but you have to watch... Western movies. (laughs) So this is why we're here. Television. Still boring from within. Well, I thought as long as evening was going to be boring, it might as well be from within. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, girl, George Boy. Hi. Hi, Iris. Who was that that just left? Bugs Bunny? (laughs) No, that's Pete Beckett. The neighborhood TVM. TVM? Uh-huh. Television moocher. Oh. He does nothing but go from one house to another and watch television. Look <laughs> on in. Uh, no, Iris, we aren't staying. Oh, George. Sorry, Liz. I said I'm not interested in television, and I have a one-track mind. Oh, too bad. And the football game is just about to start. Football game? Train now backing up on track one. <laughs> Well, we could see how bad it looks. Yeah, let's see how bad it looks. Come on, Rudolph's in the living room. There's a great crowd here tonight, folks, and the teams are just coming out of the field. The Coopers are here, Rudolph. Hello, Liz boy, George girl. <laughs> what? Rudolph, you could at least take your eyes off the screen and say hello. I don't want to miss this kickoff. Sit down, folks. Well, you sit there, George, and I'll sit here. And Liz, you sit in back of me. Uh, no thanks, Iris. I'll sit here on the arm of George's chair. Well, folks, the band has left the field and we're ready for the kickoff. Oh, Liz, you still have your coat on. Let me take it. All right, Iris. Here you are, Iris. Wonderful, George. Wasn't that great, Mr. Atterbury? I didn't see it. (laughs) Your coat was over my head. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. The game will be full of 95-yard run back for touchdown. Oh, well, that's good. Then I don't feel so bad. You... George, pretty good, huh? We can still buy a set tonight, you know. Trimbles are open till nine. Did you turn it off, Rudolph? Yes. I'm not turning it on until everyone quiets down and stays that way. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't think of opening my mouth. Be quiet, George. I won't say a word. You can turn it on again now, Mr. Atterbury. Well, that's better. Uh, None for me, thanks. No. I might be persuaded. (laughs) Mr. Beckett? Yes, I came back. The Schraders blew a tube. Now, well, Satan, call timeout. We take a moment to bring you a message from the people who make this telecast possible. Our sponsor. Hey, what happened? There's no picture. No, pay attention, friends. The sound's still on, but there's no picture on the screen. Hey, this gives me an idea for a great new invention. We'll call it radio. All right, George. (laughs) 
automatic does. You can't see it for yourself. There's nothing on the screen, you fool. What are you selling? Pogs? Well, we can tell what it is by listening. You see this can I have in my hand? Never forget that name on the list. Make a note of that, Liz. Never mind. I, I think I've seen this ad before. He's talking about motor oil. Serve it at your next party. It's easy. Sort of a motor oil Sunday, eh, Liz? Yeah. They're great. You take one every thousand miles. Well, Liz's plan to get George interested in television has blown a fuse. Right now, Liz is on her way downtown to drown her sorrows by buying a new hat. She walks along Sheridan Boulevard, and as she passes Trimble's appliance store, her footsteps falter, and she stops, fascinated, to watch the television sets in the window. An elderly gentleman, who also happens to be looking in the window, addresses her. Television is certainly wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> oh, uh, yes, yes, it's wonderful. What kind of a set do you have? Crystal. <laughs> no television? Well, how'd that happen? Well, my husband doesn't want to give up his stereoptic and slides. <laughs> oh, that's a humdinger. Now, you, you ought to go inside and talk to Mr. Trimble about a set. Oh, no, no, I couldn't. Oh, he's really a peach of a fella. Fair and honest. Go on in. Uh, well, you don't understand. Just the word television makes George sick. But he'll send it out on trial for a week, and it's absolutely free. Free? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> That's the word that'll make George well again. Hey, go on in. Go on in and talk to Mr. Trimble about it. Well, all right. I'll go in with you. Oh, are you going to get a set? No, I'm Mr. Trimble. <laughs> well, you certainly got me into your parlor, Mr. Spider. Trimble. Oh. <laughs> you, see, you see, I can't afford a neon sign. I have to do it myself. <laughs> That's very interesting. Do you light up at night? <laughs> no, but that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> now, what kind of a set do you want me to send out for a free week's trial? 10 inch, 12 inch, 16 inch, 19 inch? Is that the biggest? No, but you wouldn't like the next size. It takes up a whole side of the house and you have to watch it from a block away. <laughs> what do you call it? A drive in? <laughs> no, I was kidding. It was a little joke. Oh, it certainly was. Well, this set looks nice. Oh, yeah, that's the very latest. See the tag? Oh, yes, uh-huh. Combination television, radio with FM, AM, and short wave. Phonograph with automatic record changer that plays 10-inch, 12-inch, long play, short play, acetate, finalite, classical, popular, and also player piano rolls. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful. Oh, yes, there's only one trouble. What's that? We can't find out where to turn it on. <laughs> Is that another of your little jokes? <laughs> yes. They get smaller all the time, don't they? Well, why don't you leave it to me? I'll send you out a nice set. Well, all right. Send it to Mrs. George Cooper, 321 Bundy Drive. Yes, ma'am. About 8 o'clock. Yes, ma'am. And be sure and send one to work. Yes, ma'am. Now, don't you worry about things. I stand behind every set I sell. Any other instructions? Yes, wear something green so you won't clash through the living room.
thanks for the lift, Bill. I'll meet you right here in the morning in front of Symbol's appliance store. Boy, look at all those television sets. Television is certainly wonderful, isn't it? Hmm? Oh, they're okay if you like television. I don't happen to care for it. Well, now, you let me give you a tip. Go on in and see Trimble. He's a peach of a fella. <laughs> He'll even send you out a set to see how you like it. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't be interested. Wouldn't cost you a thing for a week's trial. It's free. No, I... Free? Mm. Well, it might make Liz happy, and there's another football game tonight. <laughs> My name happens to be Trimble, friend. Now, where shall I send the set? Uh, George Cooper, 321 Bundy Drive. Hmm? What's the matter? Funny, I don't know you, but that name has a familiar ring to it. Well, I'll have it out tonight. Eight o'clock, all right? All fine. Oh, this will be a wonderful surprise for Liz. Come on, Rudolph. I want to get to the market. This is no time for window shopping. Wait a minute. We should have bought our television set here at Trimble's. His prices are cheaper. Really? Television is certainly wonderful. I beg your pardon? Let me give you a tip. Go in and see Trimble. No. You can take the set home for a week's demonstration. Free. We have a set. Oh, too bad. Any set, Miss Friends? Free. Iris, one about George Boy. Fastest. Send one to George Boy. I feel responsible for the bad impression he got last night. We really owe it to George Boy, and it won't cost anything. I'll send out a set tonight. What's George Boy's other name? Cooper. One television set to Cooper George Boy. <laughs> no, no, that's George Cooper Boy. I mean George Cooper. George Cooper? You know him? No, not personally. But I think he's opening up a chain of bars here. <laughs> uh, no, no, that must be someone else. This fellow lives at 
hasn't arrived yet. What? No, 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 nothing, nothing. Uh, what's on the... Oh, I forgot you don't have television. Too bad you can't see your way clear toward getting one, boy. <laughs> uh... Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, what's that? Was that the doorbell? Uh, no, no, I was clearing my throat. <laughs> What have you been eating, bell peppers? <laughs> it was the doorbell. I'll go. I'll get the answer. I'll take it. Hey, now, wait a minute. Yes? Is this 321 Bundy? Yes. yes. George Cooper live here? Yes. yes. Did someone order a television set? Yes. yes. Well, I finally get to meet my favorite group. Three hits and a miss. <laughs> Look, uh, bring the set inside. All right. I'll help you carry it. <laughs> Hello. Uh, stand aside, everyone. Put it right over there by the bookcase. All right. It's got a built-in area. Just plug it in and let her rip. Well, thanks a lot. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Well, how about that? A television set. Yeah, right in our own living room. A television set. <laughs> there it is, Liz. A television set. Yeah, a television set. Well, I guess we settled that. It's a television set, all right. <laughs> Come on now, Liz. Admit you're surprised. Me? Oh, don't be silly. George is the one that's surprised. What are you talking about? I'm not surprised at all. You knew it all the time? But certainly. How'd you find out? I didn't tell him. I didn't either. What do you mean you didn't tell him? How did you find out about it? How did we find out? How did you find out? Well, I had to set them out. You had to set out. Of course. You did not, I did. You did not, I did. You did not, we did. You did not, I did. Maybe we are the three hits and a miss. Well, I'm certainly sorry we bothered doing you a favor. Well, you can't even order a television set without everyone hogging the credit. Hogging the credit? Come on, Rudolph, we're leaving. I'm coming. Goodbye. And I hope pigeons roost on your aerial. Well, you're not going to leave the set here, are you? Take it along. No. You take your hands off that set, Mr. Atterbury. I had it sent out, and it's staying here. Leave it alone. Oh, Help me, Well, Miss, now what have you to say? Iris, you were right. This is the television set you sent out. My Favorite Husband has been presented through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>